Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Ryan and Rush Show. On today's episode, West Virginia gets the away monkey off their back and beats Texas Tech in Lubbock. The fish fry is on Friday, and Auburn comes to town as part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. All ahead on the Ryan and Rush Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show, and we're getting right into it. Ryan, we got the Big 12 Road Monkey off our back. First win since February 23rd of 2021. West Virginia beats Texas Tech, man. Yeah, great win. And it's it reflects that because all of a sudden you look at bracketology and we're in the field all of a sudden once again even with the two and six big 12 record that's what the big 12 is this year it's a gauntlet uh shout out to the bench last night 50 points really provided a spark uh they were down 10 to 2 early hugs uh with the hockey substitution wholesale and uh five in five out and uh joe Toussaint, seth wilson kobe johnson james akonkwu and uh muhammad wagi came in and provided big minutes so Happy for those guys. Big win. And we got a big one on Saturday now. Definitely want to give a shout out to Okonkwo. Like that, him last night playing the five. It's something we've talked about this year. You know, worrying about consistent ball play, right? Especially from that position. Um, most of the season, it's been JBJ, Jimmy Bell, and, and Mo Wagi. Um, but he he came in. Um, I really like him at the five. He made uh, that uh, Kanate type block um, yeah. stuff in that dunk, which was incredible man but you, you kind of said it is we're getting to that time in the season where hugs is going to put people out there that want to play uh how does a west virginia team win it's when you have dogs out there and you when you have dogs barking and if you have to get some of the younger guys out there if you have to get the bench out there if you have to change things around you do it because and sometimes it'll send a message right we've talked about this ryan to 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 the older guys or the starters being like hey i'm gonna keep playing the younger guys till i see dogs out of you and then you know, it gets the starters going again, and then you get this momentum going. You hopefully get kind of that run going that we've been talking about at the right time. And, you know, who knows what can happen when, when March comes around. But this, it was really good, especially after Huggins admitted that he messed up with the Tucson uh, substitution back on um, Saturday. And that now he really, you know, focused on getting the subs in getting everything right. And it really showed against Texas tech last night. This is a really good place to be in uh, with Auburn coming in for the sec big 12 challenge on Saturday. Yeah. And more than just Tucson. I mean, he said certain guys that deserved to play weren't playing enough and guys that probably didn't deserve to play and weren't producing at a high enough level for the minutes that they were playing um, needed to play less. And I mean, he put back his uh, words up with action with playing those younger guys. I mean, the reality is we're in the dog. We are approaching the dog days. We're kind of at the dog days uh, when you get to the SEC challenge. Guys are banged up. Um, everybody's banged up. I mean, clearly Emmett uh, against, what was it, UAB when he came down and twisted his knee. Mm -hmm. That's cl clearly uh, wearing on him physically. Uh, Eric's dinged up. Keedy got banged up again. So, I mean, it's guys are going to get nicked up. That's why you got to have depth in your program. So you can throw guys in like Seth Wilson and James Okunkwu that they can come in at the drop of a hat and produce the way that they did. Yeah, Keedy, I think everyone was holding their breath for a second when he came down hard. Um, of course, he had that concussion against Kansas. And that really has been the only game we haven't really been in, um, that Kansas game. It shows uh, how we keep talking about Keedy kind of being the glue 
of the team. Um, the Texas game, you know, he he struggled a little bit there, and it shows. So Keedy would definitely be in the glue, but you know, Mountaineers fans, we were holding our breath. He kind of got up. It looked like there wasn't too much whiplash, or he didn't bang his head. So hopefully, he's okay. Of course, against Auburn, because obviously we 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 need him. Um, but what you're saying is it's definitely that time in the season where, you know, the injuries, no, no one feels a hundred percent, right? We're, we're right. past that point. So that just even reinforces is who, who are the dogs who wants to play who, you know, what's the difference between being hurt and injured, right? Is everyone's hurt. So, so let's go out there and play. No doubt. And I mean, you, you mentioned it. I think uh, we all kind of, when Keaty went down, like grabbed our lower back tailbone area, like how that <laughs> hurt. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, shout out to the guys on the bench that were ready to go. Joe Toussaint, once again, was really good. Uh, poured in 22 points. Uh, he drew eight fouls. And I mean, everybody likes to point at the plus minus. A couple numbers that these guys had when they're on the floor. Joe Toussaint was a plus 20. Seth Wilson, plus 18. James Okonkwo, plus 16. Uh, Mo plus 14. So these guys really came in, provided spark, got a much needed win and uh, now come back home and got a, got a heck of a challenge against the top 15 team. That's coming off a loss themselves. I think uh, another thing to add there, the the bank was definitely open for, for <laughs> yeah. Seth Wilson twice, man. It almost, and who knows, maybe he has a certain shot where it just feels good to him. Uh, but those almost looked intentional, man. They just, they were perfect lined up, fell right in. Um, so when, he needs when to get getting, an NIL deal with dude, the bank. Should, yeah, yeah. Uh, MVB or, or something like that. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but when you have those, you know, shots falling in and, and you're, you know, the ball's on the floor and everyone's going after it and we keep ending up with it, it's definitely nice to to have that consistency going because we're used to it the other way where the other team's banking yeah. them in or the other teams get those calls or the other team. So even just that swing around where we're having that momentum, I mean, that makes a huge difference, especially as we're talking about um, being in the dog days. A quick side note before we we preview this Auburn game and talk about the fish fry a little bit coming up is in terms of Texas Tech, man, is like we said, that was a great win for West Virginia. Any road win in basketball one is hard, never mind a big 12 road win, obviously with, with the drought we went through. Um, and we knew we were going to get Texas Tech's best. You know, they've been in, in the couple last games. But dude, Texas Tech, there's a chance they may not win a big 12 game. I agree. If they don't get healthy, they, I, I don't see how they win a top 50 or to, everybody's in the top 40 now in the Big 12 outside of them because they were relying so much on Fardaz, uh, Amik, the guy transferred from Utah Valley. He's been in and out. He played a couple games, but that knee or heel, whatever it is, is clearly bothering him. He's in a boot. And then they lost their leading scorer, the other guy, Pop Isaacs, uh, who came down on Jimmy's ankle and that thing rolled pretty good. If they don't have those two guys, man, they can't score. And yeah, yeah, it, it's they are in a tough situation. This is not a league you need to get banged up in. I mean, nobody feels sorry for him because it, I mean, it happened to us last year where Taz got out with a concussion, or we were missing Keedy for a game or two as well. So everybody's going to get banged up, but man, they are missing crucial pieces at a crucial time of the year. Let me ask you this, Ryan: Is if if you were, I guess, in the locker room or obviously knowing being part of this coaching staff at one time um, and you saw what you saw against Texas tech, like the bench really stepped up, you know, mm -hmm. we're seeing who the dogs are is, are you, are you making any adjustments to the starting lineup yet? Are you, are you even maybe not even right away, but you know, maybe bringing in guys right under that, that 16 timeout. Um, how are, how are you adjusting after this Texas tech game? If you're in the, on that coaching staff. So my philosophy is the same as Hugs's in terms of 
how you practice is how you're going to play. So you earn your minutes on the practice floor. And he had been saying that those younger guys were outplaying the older guys in practice. And that was, that was reflective of last night. So it's, it's, you're going to earn your minutes with, with hugs. Uh, Frank was always huge in practice. How we practice is he could put his head down on the pillow is what he would say at night. Hey, we practice. Well, I know at least we're going to play well, we may not win, but I know we're going to play hard and we prepared the right way. So, yeah, I think it's just a matter of who practices well. Uh, I, today they didn't go much. I mean, they got back at two two o'clock sure. in the morning. I'm assuming. Uh, I've I've gone through enough of those trips. Luckily, the game was at seven Eastern and not nine, so that was beneficial. Yeah. This is a quick turn, so they'll go tomorrow. Probably what a uh, couple hours, and then it'll be go time uh, noon on Saturday. They won't even have a shoot around because of the early uh, tip. Yeah, my bad last episode for thinking uh, the game was at nine. I was looking at the TCU game next week. I was already getting ahead of myself. But anyway, yeah, it, definitely a blessing that that game, especially with Lubbock being, what is it? The, the farthest, farthest part yeah. west yeah. for the for the Big 12. So mm-hmm. especially with uh, the fish ride coming up and then, you know, the big SEC Big 12 challenge and Auburn and Bruce Pearl coming to town. Um, before we get to Auburn and start talking about that, let's, let's talk about uh, the fish fry a little bit, Ryan. I know. Um, we're going to be there and I think we kind of just want, um, it, it's a great time. If you, if you've never been definitely recommend, um, I don't, I, they might've sold out tickets for this year, but you know, sometime in the future, uh, going, going to that, obviously it's for a great cause, uh, Norman May Huggins, you know, foundation, um, similar to, to my grandfather, he, he passed away of colon cancer. I actually think when I was at the world series, we did a stand up to cancer here. Um, I have a name on it, you know, hugs is mother unfortunately passed of, of colon cancer too so uh definitely for anyone out there that you know you know five dollars helps whatever whatever you can donate is of course definitely a worthy cause and recommending donating too and i'm sure they'll have a live stream or some updates online as well so definitely turn into those um ryan obviously you you know i've been to one before i'm excited for the one tomorrow but as a you know member of this team for so long you you've been to a bunch of them i didn't know if you wanted to say anything about the fish fry yeah, I love the fish fry. Uh, a, it's a fun event, but yeah. B, most importantly, I mean, especially with a guy like Charles Barkley coming in. I mean, last year was uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstool. They've had College Game Day, Jerry West, the logo. Mm-hmm. So Hugs is uh, Hugs is good at bringing in uh, top notch talent. But I think I think uh, Chuck might draw more than anybody ever has, just with his name and his popularity. Not even so much as a player, but as a character on TNT with Shaq and those guys. So it's going to be a fun event, but more importantly, it is for a great cause. Uh, the uphill battle that everybody's trying to conquer is uh, beating cancer. I mean, you go down the list, everybody knows somebody, a loved one, a friend that uh, they've lost to cancer. So many different types of cancer as well. So yeah, just any small donation helps. And uh, this is what's uh, unique and, and really cool about Hugs is, yes, he is a basketball coach, but he has raised so much money in Morgantown mm-hmm. for uh, the Cancer Foundation and the hospital that they're building. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that, that's great. So definitely anyone out there that can give anything, Norman May Huggins Foundation, I'm sure you Google it, 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 it pops right up. And what's great about Charles Barkley, Ryan, is you know we, we know him as obviously – uh, a basketball player. Well, I guess I would say probably our, the generation above us knows him as this, you know, hall of fame basketball player. Yeah. There might be an argument that he's even a bigger personality than he was a basketball player. So oh, no it's doubt. definitely going to hit, yeah. uh, both, both check marks on that. So definitely excited for that should, should be a great night and, uh, looking forward to, to updating the audience next week on, on all that goes on. And hopefully we're updating them on an Auburn win, uh, as well. And speaking of the Auburn and the big 12, 
SEC Challenge. Um, Auburn is here at noon in Morgantown coming up here. This is the last year of the Big 12 SEC Challenge, just to give everyone a little um, of, of the past 10 years. It's been the Big 12 is four, three, and two. So have a winning record. Um, hopefully we should finish strong. Unfortunately, West Virginia through this nine years has the worst record, at least the most losses at two and seven against uh, SEC opponents. Ole Miss is one and six. Ryan, I know we, we've talked about this before. I think there's definitely that element of sometimes on the Big 12 end where you can get a little complacent, right? So if you lose to the SEC, it doesn't affect your conference record. Um, you know, it kind of might be one of those by BYE games where, you know, you rest more. For the SEC, it probably means more. They're tired of hearing how great the Big 12 is and, and you know, they mean. But tell you what, for, for the last year and then the position we're in where every game matters to, to making the tournament, don't have that luxury this year, Ryan, where you can kind of just let this one go by. Mountaineers definitely need to, to win this one. Yeah, no, you mentioned it. There's been times where we've been in a really good situation where we enter the SEC challenge at like a 16 and four, 17 and three, easily in the top 10, 15. We don't have that luxury this year. We're 12 and eight overall. We're on the bubble. If we can get this one, I think we only need four more to get into the mm -hmm. tournament. I think 17 gets you in. I know that's only six league wins, but this is a historic year in the Big 12. I think six and 12 and an SEC win get you to the dance, get you to Dayton at least for the first four. But uh, if, if you can't get this one done, I think you got to get the seven league win. So we're looking at five more wins, I think, for the Mountaineers to get to the big dance. And something, and I, I think especially after uh, the SEC challenge um, next week, we'll, we'll start really talking about scenarios and how the Mountaineers um, are dancing in March. I also think something to kind of keep in mind is most likely West Virginia would be playing one of those opening round games, the the playing type type game. So definitely playing a, a lesser Big Twelve for the opening round of the Big Twelve tournament. That might be the win that that ends up deciding it. But getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, we'll we'll get back to that um, in the coming weeks. I'm sure, Ryan. It's you know we you know as West Virginia fans, as Big Twelve fans, uh, some of us may not be as familiar with this Auburn team or what's going on in the SEC this year. Why don't you? Who is this Auburn team? What are they all about? So they're usually automatic at home. They had the longest home win streak snapped the other night. They had won 28 in a row at the Jungles, what they call it down there at Auburn. And A&M put it on them last night, punched them right in the mouth, uh, jumped on them up 15 at half. Auburn, Bruce Pearl, everybody knows, remembers him from his days at Tennessee. I mean, went mm -hmm. to the Final Four a couple years ago with Auburn. And ironically, uh, Charles Barkley will be there at Fish Fry. This is his alma mater as well, um, Auburn. So it lined up perfectly. This is a really talented basketball team. I mean, they've always had really good players, and it's the same thing. They got good guards and Wendell Green and KD Johnson. And then a familiar name in the front court, uh, Johnny Broom, who was the big kid yeah. at Moorhead State when, That's right. when when Hugs got his 900th win, is the big man. He's one of these guys that transferred uh from a low major to a high major this offseason. So and I mean, we tried to get him in the portal, but he chose Auburn. I mean, not a bad choice. I mean, obviously, yeah. we'd, we'd rather have, have him here, but with what Bruce Pearl's been doing at Auburn and kind of the he's the a SEC, southern kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's going on with the SEC? Obviously, Kentucky not as as good as they were supposed to be. They're trying to get Kyle Perry out the door, but he signed a lifetime contract, so that that'll be interesting. Um, another game looking forward to is that Texas Tennessee game. It'll, it'll be. I think it's going to be a great last year for the Big Twelve SEC Rick challenge. Bowl. 
Yeah. 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 But, but getting back to Auburn, I mean, even other teams in the SEC with Alabama is the SEC is, well, the Big 12 is, I mean, it's pretty unanimous that we are the best conference. And, you know, you could only get, we keep talking about it, six, seven league wins, and that may be good enough for March. Um, I, I think the SEC is like we were talking about, uh, still in that, hey, don't forget about us seat. Don't forget about us. So, how does Ryan West Virginia, um, stack up against Auburn? Where, where do we look good? And where do we like, Ooh, we're really going to have to put some extra attention on this area of our play. They're really fast. Um, SEC speed, you know how they say it in football. It's the same in basketball. And from my days at South Carolina, the year I was there, we did a really good job because they're obviously the players changed, but the style of play remains the same with Bruce Pearl. We did a really good job keeping them out of transition and making them take contested shots because if you let them get going, they they can uh they can they can, uh spurtability is the right term Clark Kellogg uses. That's what Auburn has. They can run off 10, 12 in a row just like that if you turn the ball over. Uh they're not TCU fast in transition. Nobody is, but they're extremely fast with those two guards. What would you say is probably the most comparable team to Auburn in the Big 12, if there is one? I'd say Oklahoma State, just because of their oh. athleticism, size, uh, ability to get the ball downhill with their guards. They they don't make that many shots like from the perimeter. They're averaging, uh, what is it, uh, just only six threes a game, and they're only shooting 30%. So that I, that's kind of Oklahoma State-ish. But they, but they guard, and they're they're one of the better defensive teams in the SEC, like Oklahoma State is in the Big Twelve. So think Oklahoma State, who we're playing on uh, Saturday. What area of this game or or playing Auburn are you are you confident in for for the Mountaineers? How we stack up against them? I think we can throw the ball inside and take advantage of I, they're thin in the front court. Obviously they play broom, but that primarily they only want to play about eight guys. I mean, they, they will play a couple freshmen at the end of their bench, uh, tour and Donaldson, but primarily they just want to play eight guys. So I think it's another game where we can wear down their depth, uh, with our depth. I like it. I like it. Especially as we were talking about with the Texas tech, you got, you got the dogs out and, some of the starters kind of get get contagious with it, and then you got the team going and with momentum. Man, it could be great things. I think this is a very uh, important. I mean, of course, every game is important, but there's just there's just something about this game that seems like it kind of our season may hinge on it a little bit. So, be a great time to turn around uh, that uh, Big Twelve SEC record and a great uh, way to end this challenge because, like we said, this is this is the last year of it. Um, I'm not sure if they're we'll still have the big uh big east big 12 that we do uh before conference play um but who knows maybe with the new teams coming in they fill it with you know an extra big 12 game so maybe there's not even another challenge coming up um i don't know if they've announced anything yet but ryan most importantly is if west virginia does this they they go three and seven and get that very important win um that puts them a big step closer to march madness how do they do that what are the keys to victory the main one, energy, energy, be ready for Auburn's best shot. Like I said, they just had their, they got embarrassed on their home floor. They're going to come out swinging out of the gates, uh, 28 game home win streak snap. So we're going to get their best shot. Uh, we got to keep them out of transition because they're fast with those two guards. And 
how do how do we do so? Don't turn the ball over and take good quality shots. Share the ball. I thought in the second half against Texas Tech, we really moved the ball side to side, got it downhill, got paint touches, and found shooters. And uh, I keep coming together, play together. Forty uh, minute game. These guys are. <laughs> this, <laughs> you're not going to blow anybody out this time of year. So it's just, it's going to be a fight. It's going to come down to that final eight, final four minutes. So stay together when, uh, when, when the, when the war. So let's go. I like it. And that's a great way to say it. It's a war is coming. So, Hey, I'll tell you what, what I saw, like we said, what I saw about Texas tech is just keep that up. I don't know what it is. Put it in the jar and let it rip. So keep going. Yep. Keep going. All right, everyone, we will be back next week uh, talking about the fish fry. Uh, Auburn, of course, got TCU ahead. Some other storylines for Mountaineer Nation. Um, we'll, we'll see you all next week, and uh, let's go Mountaineers. Go Mountaineers.